This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. So we're all basically in the same boat right now. You know, can't really go anywhere, do anything. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to anyway. Right. So that means everybody in our lives is in our house. They should be. They should For be. For the most part. It, yes. My life's fine. Yeah, well. Mine hasn't changed one iota. Right. So you, and like we said yesterday, you've been quarantining for 13 years. Yeah, just, uh, I'll, I'll write a book. I'll but there are, how to do it. there are people that are on the edge of... I'm just speaking from personal experience on the edge of homicide, on the edge oh of strangulation. Uh, We've been quarantining for 36 hours. Okay, for I know, but you know, but when there's <laughs> not an end, when there's not an end date, it's a lot worse. <laughs> when they when they throw eight weeks at you, that kind uh, of makes you panic. It makes you panic big time. All right, so we're gonna bring in the pros. We're gonna we're gonna talk about your mindset. We're gonna talk about. All right, talk about this. And we've talked to you guys before. We got Jack Riggins and Scott Papik with us from Performance Mountain. Elite Mindset and the Dark Side of Elite is their podcast. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh. Scotty, you have, well, you guys both have young ones in the house. How are yeah. you guys uh, faring so far in the uh, this quarantine? I got seven-year-old twins. Uh, they've been off school since Thursday. Wife's been on, um, she was just on default on vacation, so... Um, there's been a lot of time, a lot of family time and you know, it's not awesome when you going out, you know, 50 degree weather in New Hampshire to get lost in the mountains and everybody's fighting the whole time right. and throwing sticks at each other. It was like, <laughs> it's not how it's supposed so, to go. Yeah. I mean, my office will switch probably during this interview as I went from upstairs to downstairs in the basement till I'll be moving to some kids fort in the, you know, in their bedroom in five minutes. <laughs> okay. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Jack, how you doing? Yeah, we're doing well. I mean, I I would say that my kids, you know, I have high school and then about every two years down to middle school and then uh, fifth grade. And uh, I, you know, they're just, they're acting like extended spring break or even summer vacation has started. Um, and so it hasn't been too bad. My wife uh, actually helps elderly, so... She's still been doing that, but I think it's tamping down a little bit. Um, like she's getting checked going into places. And, uh, you know, I generally work from home um, with Scott, so I'm kind of used to that. But, um, yeah, just I go to the store every once in a while and just slowly add up on supplies. Um, I'm much more on social media and, and uh, focused on this and just checking it out i mean just trying to figure it out what's the truth what's not you know day at a time really um Mm -hmm. but it hasn't my kids are not completely crazy yet i mean we're still seeing friends and things like that yeah um, Yeah. but you know as time goes on it'll get a little maddening but you know if you come from a house that's just maddening all the time then it's just kind of like Normal. The good thing is you can go <laughs> outside, day. you can go out, die, go, go to the park, you can do it all that kind of stuff. You don't have to actually stay in your house, so that helps a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason you can't, you know, 
go out and I mean, being in the open air obviously is one of the best things you can do. Um, so, you know, really that's what we should all be trying to do is make sure we get outside and, you know, mm-hmm. let your kids be outside. It's probably one of the safest places to be, you right. know, just running around <laughs> your neighborhood and, and again, being in an open air environment. Guaranteed for the kids, it's the safest place to be is in an open air environment running around your neighborhood. Get out the house. Just go run around. <laughs> Without just go. you? Without, yes, with just that. go. Just go run around. And it, well, having the high like, school you know kids, what? too, you'd think it'd be easier. And it is because they're more, more self-sufficient, but they they bitch more. Like little kids don't bitch that much, but little, I got a call at 930 yesterday morning from my son. Uh, so bored. The cats won't even play. Uh, it's like, oh my God. Well, the cats sleep all day. Take your phone so, away. Just so you know. But then, you know, when you think about just growing up yourselves, if, if you grew up in rural areas of any sort, or even, I guess it doesn't have to be rural. It was usually, it was just like, get out of the house, come back for dinner later. Mm-hmm. And, and you literally got kicked out of the house. Yeah. I mean, that was, there was no hanging around the house. Oh, yeah. And, when the lights, when the lights are, yeah. you know, when lights pop on the street, like roll home. I'm playing hide and go seek. You know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. And you just can't quite do that. But uh, so I guess there was some, some advantage, you know, yeah. at that point, because you can't just quite banish them to the streets yet. Yeah, it's, maybe. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so like, and for you guys have been, you know, you kind of been dealing with this, and especially you, Jack, with being a SEAL and the working on mindset just in general. But you have regular people like me and like Jill and like other families that don't, that don't have that training that get thrown into this. And it's like, it's absolute, can, it can be absolute chaos. So I don't know, how do you, how do you talk to those people like us to help us get through this other than vodka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as you know, in my story, I, you know, I, at some point I used to hit the vodka too. Uh, <laughs> that is not a, that is not a good coping mechanism. Uh, but Hey, you know, if you, if you can have a few drinks and it calms you down, there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't let it turn you into the Hulk. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, what's interesting is, um, and you can almost tell it in, uh, people's voices immediately. Um, you know, when you're talking to them, you know, basically, right, their stress level has increased. And, you know, if you know people good enough, we can all sense that. But you do get a general sense, uh, maybe over the last two weeks, as decisions from the government may or may not, you know, be coming. And, um, and it's quite interesting, because, you know, for me, the number one thing is, you know, don't panic, stay calm. And the reason I say that is, you know, Nothing good happens with the human brain or human decision cycles uh, when we're making decisions not in that calm, not panic space. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, every one of us has experienced being pissed off or angry and make decisions, and then later we regret it. And so, you know, that would be the extreme. You know, and then the other extreme is, you know, absolutely oblivious to your surroundings and making decisions. And, and that would be, you know, kind of not accepting the reality of what's going on. And I'm the first to admit, like, I've made a lot of fun of this and I'm sure I still will to some degree, but at the same time, it is very real, you know, and it's something that we should all be taking serious and dealing with. But here's the deal. You can only control what you can control and the guidelines and the, the facts of what, the big decisions being made are trying to do is to curtail the spread. That's exactly all anyone needs to know is 
all these things that are happening right now are just to curtail the spread of COVID-19 and social distancing, right, Mm -hmm. is the first thing. We're kind of all doing that. The second thing is pay more attention to the symptoms of yourself and loved ones. And, you know, if you get some of those symptoms, which obviously can seem like, you know, the flu, um, it's to get a hold of a healthcare provider. It's not to just walk in, you know, to one. It's to get a hold of one and you'll be directed. But, I mean, think about at the most simple level what we're being asked to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That in itself shouldn't cause any panic. If we start mind racing and bringing in other things that may or may not happen, we're not dealing with the here and now. So I'm always trying to talk to folks about stay calm, don't panic, you know, accept it for what it is. You know, you have to accept what's going on. And the media is not helping either, feeding into the, the panic. Sure. No. And so, you know, I'm sticking with when I talk to people those three things um, and you take it each step at a time. So, but what happens, right, is our minds race ahead or, you know, today, and it happened to me just the other day, I had to go to the VA and, you know, a guy had on a mask and you know, he was coughing and, you know, before I wouldn't have cared, you know, I made sure I went to the other side of the room. Yeah. I mean, that's not a <laughs> yeah. bad thing, but it's just something you have to be aware of right now. But I did think, oh, that's weird. Like I'm now tuned in to everybody that's coughing around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, you follow the guidelines and you just take things as they come. And ultimately, it works out. If your mind races ahead to a future that's not here, it's it. It can get into a bad place. Well, that's if your mind is also angry and focused on decisions, whether they're your own, government, world. You know, three weeks ago, a month ago, that's not a good space either because you can't do anything about that. Yeah. Um, so what you can do, right, is the three things I'm saying, and for the most part, um, we've got to find advantages like this: social media, ways to communicate and get through it together. And uh, that's really why we started the Dark Side of Elite Crew Facebook page. Um, You know, the whole podcast is just switched to COVID-19 support. Now, are we some great entity? No, we're just a couple of guys, me and Scott. Yeah, we'll we'll stop and we'll just focus on giving information, talking to people about COVID-19 because it's a big part of everyone's life and start a basically a group that if anybody and everybody wants to get on there, great. We just have one rule. Don't be an a-hole. It's a pretty good rule. <laughs> yeah. It says, and, and, and trust me, if you don't think you ever are, you probably are. I want, Everybody's an a-hole every <laughs> once in a while. One, one time or another, Especially right? Especially now. But yeah, that's a great idea, pulling that that uh, group together, which you just did and, and got it launched. And it's just a place for people to talk about stuff and maybe share some information, get some real information, be able to, you know, because obviously the news media, <laughs> the biggest problem you have there is their headlines are for clicks and, and to incite and, um, and that's just, I mean, you've heard the mm-hmm. saying, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, that, that couldn't be more true. And they're, they're just, they're looking for a way to get your attention and then they'll tell you the real story in the small print. Um, I think, um, one thing that you mentioned too, about the healthcare is, uh, um, teaching people and I guess thinking of it as a first option is your healthcare provider online, 
you can get online with people on the phone, definitely. And you can get answers to questions. You may not have to go in. And they even, I just saw that CBS Pharmacy is starting a deal where they will actually deliver your prescriptions in one to two days. You just need to call them and tell them you need a delivery. And they'll, they'll make sure that it gets delivered to you at no charge. You're, you're filling your prescription mm-hmm. with them. They'll get it to you. That's so good. Yeah. Not mail, not that. They'll, they'll get it to you. And it's like, okay, people are making, making things happen. Restaurants, I stopped yesterday at Two Fine Irishmen, called ahead, and they came out, had the sandwich ready to go, you, you know, paid in the parking lot. They were watching for you. And, you know, that was it. And there's your food and away you go. We were ha- talking about the restaurants in general. A lot of people are fearful for their life, uh, their, their, well, what, what do I want to say, their livelihoods. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Cause that's one. Cause then you think, well, you got to support them, but then you think, well, a lot of people have their jobs are cutting back hours or they can't work. Yeah. So you can't afford to eat out. And so, you know, you're, you're, it's just, so and you put on top of the people that aren't working, they don't, don't have jobs because of this are then at home in that stressful situation where everybody's around. It's just like a throwing a match into a gasoline can. You you know, there's, there's a thing I haven't heard a lot of talk about, and this is, you know, obviously this is the thought behind the dark side of elite is, and once again, even Jack kind of like brought it up to me was the mental health part of this. Yeah. Like the not knowing. Right. The and, you know, you were talking earlier, people are losing their mind because they're out of their routines. Mm-hmm. And Jack will tell you that humans and no routines is a bad thing. Huge bad and thing. Yeah. Get into that for you. Um, but, yeah, the whole the whole mental health part of it is is a big deal. And once again, Jack and I are not doctors at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jack's got a lot of experience in, in chaos situations and, you know, he's really helped me shape up some things in, in my life and I've been around him enough and I wouldn't have partnered with the guy, but whatever he, you know, he does, he just wins mm-hmm. and he's got people, um, you know, people, people's intentions first. So the whole thought process of a, a Facebook group is for the unknown to come and talk, share your story. Jack, talk to anybody mm-hmm. like this, just community where, you know, we're not, we're not there to solve the wor- world's problems, but you know, you got some mental health issues or you're stressed out about something, <clears throat> You know, come in, just don't be an a-hole. Sometimes you don't want to talk to a doctor. You want to talk to people that are, not that doctors aren't going through it like we are, but it's, you want to talk to the, the, the normal average person that has the family that's stressed out, doesn't have a job. You want to talk to those people. Well, you guys have heard me say it. I mean, in the end of the day, humans are made, I mean, we are built to be in groups. I mean, we have our family group, we have our peer work group, we have our nations, yada, 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 you know, and you know, this is never, it's never a good thing to get isolated, you know, basically in your own brain space. And so, yeah, if people think, you know, obviously I have some experience, but everybody has experience. Um, the one thing I'm big on is that, you know, when we function within a group, uh, we get better ideas, we get more support. And I generally, um, you know, have learned that it's kind of useless to prejudge people until you actually get with them face to face, or in this case, digital. And you talk, you know, even through chat, you, you know, you, you're beginning a relationship. It's not as obviously as deep as if you're face to face, but it's a beginning. And, and I know in crises, I know when people are beat down, scared, that that's a very powerful thing. Um, but a lot of times, just because of stigma, because of maybe um, 
heck, political party, social group, uh, religion, we tend to shy away and, and we want to go into camps. And one of the things I'm big on is that, you know, the world doesn't work so good if we all try to get into a camp, especially in a potential huge crisis where what we really need is to all come together. So my example would be, um, you know, one of the things I'm frustrated with right now is I've said this with the press and politics kind of right now, just the current situation as this hit in America is, you know, politicians are still doing politician things leading up to an election Mm -hmm. that may change. That may not. But that skews the factual data that's coming out of the press for your average person. Like, are we in a crisis or are we throwing spears at each other? Who's doing a better job covering this and making decisions? People want headlines right now, especially the politicians, because they're trying to stay at the top of the news feed because it's an election year. Yeah, right. And so that's not that's not for Joe average. That's not doing anybody any good. And I also giggled because it's not done yet, but I giggled because it was like, oh, well, we're, we're going to shift uh, fundraising to, um, you know, online. And at the same time as that's going out on every platform, we're airing, we don't have enough ventilators. Okay, hold on. Right. So in one way, we're saying give money for an election that may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. That's a good at the point. same time, we're saying global crisis. And then we're saying, man, we need to build things. We need to be prepared. Well, that costs money. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, people, everything costs money. So that doesn't align from national media, you know, some of our politicians to what's really going on. And so that makes it kind of watered down. And so I just try to then break it down back to, okay, what can I do? Because that stuff we just talked about can cause stress that can cause questioning, that can fracture societies. I think what you're doing right there, pointing those things out because people feel the stress of it and they may not have uh, identified why they're so frustrated because you get frustrated because you're hearing uh, conflicting messages. Like you said, here we have online fundraising, give me your money. And then in the same breath, we also hear, we're going to give every family $1,000 a month. Right. Right. Whoa. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, wait, that's, you that's, want my money, but you want to give me money. I never thought about that before. So that's, that's crazy. Who? Yeah. And, and so the, the conflict is like, well, yeah, I want the money, but I don't want to give, I, I got to give money. So I, you know, it can conflict. Right. So it, it creates conflicted messaging over, you know, let's just take America, 350 million people. Uh, let's just forget about world right, <laughs> right, right now. But it's, you know, it's happening everywhere in their language and their cultures and customs as well. And so, again, you go back to so that you don't get overwhelmed, you know, what can you do? Right. And if you think about it, you know, the three things we've mentioned, plus dealing with the upended schedules and the kids home, you know, that's that's enough right there for most of us. I mean, our schedules have been changed right? Our, mm-hmm. our children are home all the time and, you know, God love them, but now that requires more of your thought energy and it's awesome. And you can make that a very positive right. time frame, sure, but you're going to struggle. It wasn't in the plan. It's like, yeah. didn't, right. didn't the Kansas governor just announced yesterday school's out for the rest of the year. They're, right. they're, they're closing yeah. schools. They, they said, okay, that's it. We're done for the year. And people were like, whoa, wait, yeah, they're not going back yeah. at all. And, and you know, my thought on it was, 
while some people, you know, don't get me wrong, some people are going, oh, my God, does that mean I don't graduate on this day? Right. It's a it's a valid concern. But here's the deal. If this is bad enough, it's not the end of the world if you have to restart and you don't graduate until next year because we have to do it. You know, that that's better than society losing 25 percent of its people. Absolutely. But we're not there yet. But that's an example of how our minds can race forward. Um, another one I'm hearing a lot, right, is um, and I, I find this kind of comical, but it's it's legitimate. Well, my retirement is tanking. Hmm. Okay. That is a, okay. That's a legitimate fear, but in the pecking order of things to do right now and things to worry about, that shouldn't be something that's driving your decision-making process right now. That will get figured out eventually. Yeah. But the other part people should, you know, we've all either been part of or heard of other crises is that, yes, you know, Take Katrina. There will be people, unfortunately, that, you know, survive this and they've lost a lot. And whatever decisions are made post this, for some people, it won't be good enough. And that's unfortunate, but not everybody's going to, quote unquote, be bailed out. You know, people are going to try their best. And I think that that's one of the things that scares people the most is, it is kind of like the lottery, like you don't know. And so for those people, you know, I do really worry, but I go back to, hey, let's take care of this now, this tomorrow, dink, dink, dink. And then mm -hmm. when that comes, we'll fight that fight, right? I have a hard we'll, time doing that though, right. personally. Like I have a hard time not today. looking ahead and hearing you could, we're going to, we're 14 days away from Italy where they are. And then you look down the road and you see May and June. And I, that's my own issue is that that's what mm -hmm. creates a lot of anxiety in my life is that I look, I try to change things that I know I can't change. And it, it, it gets to me, you know? Well, that just, you must be a power hungry person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and again, I think it's also a good time, you know, we always talk about we're at our best when we're in a gratitude state, you know, so what might scare the crap out of other people, um, say with me, you know, I, I really cherish, say, being in some kind of tricky situation, like I get a lot of joy out of it. I, I, I I'm very like, God, this is great. You know, I, I'm proud to be here. Um, you know, yeah, we're talking, you know, you have your studio, I have my studio, you know, whether that's dumb luck or whatever. I mean, if in fact you guys can't come to the studio, um, you'll be able to take your equipment home and you'll yeah. just be in two different locations. There's a lot of things to be grateful be able for. To do this. Yeah, I mean, for sure. we're, we're in a medium where we're going to be able to work no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, you know, for us that reduces some stress. Um, so, you know, there's a lot going on, but I think that ultimately it's like slow down. I remember when, um, you know, when we would spend a lot of time on training missions or missions that uh, were not what we would call high speed. Um, so a lot of time kind of out in the world sitting, you know, not moving very far, say hidden under a bush. Um, <laughs> that is boring, like boring it's all heck like sit there for three days and have a rotation of guys that, you know, work the equipment another rotations holding security and another rotation is sleeping. Cause you have to do that. 
And one of the things that we did is you ate slowly. Like you, you literally just slowed down everything you do right to pass the time. It's, that's, and, that's you know what? That's funny you say that too, real quick sidebar is that because for a lot of people, it's like, oh my gosh, well, I'm stuck in my house. So they start cleaning, they start doing this, they do that. And pretty soon you're like, everything's done. Well, now right. what am I going to do? Okay, I got to go back to my former life and my regular pace, which mm-hmm. was like a snail, and just kind of pick a task each day. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I've already so, visited yeah. several people, and I thought it was hilarious. I pulled up, and yeah, they were scrubbing away. <laughs> and I was like, so is this like every day at eight for you guys? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I yeah. mean, I'm just saying, like, you have to try to adjust. It's not going to be perfect, but then again, I think it's always good to be grounded to go back, and that's why you know once we decided to engage a little bit, um, you know, in in what we could do, it was like, well, you just go to the CDC. Now you would think, you would hope that many Americans have already done that or or they've seen it, and if you can't, well, you post, you ask somebody, but it's it's pretty easy. I mean, literally social distancing, like mm-hmm. keep up six feet away from folks, you know, don't like go it. in large crowds of 10. Yes. yes. You, know, it's, you know, it's weird. It, it, maybe this is just a me thing. And I, I think other people struggle with it also, but I am really bad at asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and, Great. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's changed a little bit now and especially now and it's okay it's okay that I asked for help. I, I, I just always have had this thing about not burning people, mm. but I've learned the hard way that you need to have, you need to ask people and you need to, you know, um, reach out when you need it. Uh, especially now being isolated and completely out of your routine. I, I just think it's really important. It's, yeah. it's true. And, and I think uh, part of the struggle, cause I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, uh, I, well, I'll find the answer <laughs> online. It's uh, I, I can find if I need something done or if I need to fix something or if, but you're talking, you know, mentally when you're getting in your head, it's like you look for, in my case, look for positive things. Like we were talking to somebody else. They mentioned, as you had alluded to that, that walk of gratitude, you know, and, and always being aware of the good stuff that you've, you've got around you and not worry so much about the stuff you can't control. And it, it is that, that, uh, Jesus take the wheel kind of thing. You know, it's like when people, some people won't get on an airplane. I, I get it. I have zero control on a plane. You know what? I'm going to take a nap because there's nothing I can do to affect where this is going to land, but I can take care of me and, and just kind of chill. I've gotten much more chill with like, like in the last five years, much more even killed, not so likely to pop off, <laughs> not so likely to, to say something before thinking, I, I might think about it a lot, but I won't actually do it. Um, but yeah, I get it. And being able to reach out to somebody that you trust to, that you feel like you aren't burdening them. That's a big one. That, is, that really is a big one. Cause that's what I generally feel like too. It's, it's tough. Like, Man, yeah. They got so much going on. Yeah. They and got family. No, and no judgment, like a safe place where there's no judgment. Yes. Um, you know, because we all, like we said, we like to, that, that mother effing, you know, mind, like yeah. just telling you all these bad things. And, yes. So, and we were talking about that. Uh, we need people. We need people. We need help. We all do it. We were talking about that before we started the podcast, that whole, that whole self-talk thing. 
the self-talk thing. It's like, don't let, don't beat yourself up. You've got a lot going for you. And what you were talking about, Jack, I think a lot of what you do is you help people recognize that they do have the tools and, and showing, you know, that it's like, no, buddy, you, you've got this, you can do this too. And, and helping people see that they actually do have the tools. They've just never really used them. Yeah, I think you've explained it well. I mean, a lot of people will call and ask us and I think sometimes it goes right by their head, but I, I personally right now don't have a better analogy other than, you know, what we do is we essentially, you know, walk the horse to the water tank and, you know, we might bring some water up and, and then <laughs> next thing you know, the horse is like, oh, that tastes good. Let me get some water. I mean, because we all need our basic needs and, and we all have this, but what I find is that like Scott was saying is, is that it's not that we don't have the tools, but there's a fear or our mind is out somewhere else. And oftentimes it's not that when you ask for help that somebody has to go on for hours and hours and hours. It's just the fact that they validate your thinking and they guide you just a little bit like over that hurdle or to the hurdle. And then you you get over it. And then, you know, of course, in human dynamics, then you have another one. And so that's why it's so important, again, going back to groups. You know, if we have groups and we're meant to live in groups so that we can rely on experience of other people is that, you know, that person I reach out to or just by chance we're having a conversation, right, has an experience I don't have. And so they say a few words that clicks in my mind and then I'm able to get over that challenge, you know, whatever it may be. And that's why it's so powerful. Uh, again, this human dynamic and groups and, and high functioning groups. Um, but it happens every day. I mean, we do this with our wife and kids. Our kids do this a lot with us, right? They ask questions. We don't exactly always fix it for them, but we give them some ideas. And ultimately, that's what I think is pretty cool. You just can't get to the point where, you know, it's very not healthy when we turn completely inward, right? And this is where depression and anxiety and fear can overtake the human being. And again, probably why in SEAL Team, everything, you know, tenant-wise was the team first and communicate, communicate, communicate. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, depending on situations, I mean, we're all individuals. So there were some very, very unique, not for print communication mechanisms guys used and gals. Um, but in the end of the day, like by doing that, everybody is understanding what's going on or has a chance to clarify. And then you're just constantly helping each other. Right. So for me, it's not that it's magic. It's just creating the bonds that more, uh, that make more people comfortable with expressing those so that then the group or the other person can provide some guidance. And that's kind of how we go along, not just in a crisis like this, but anywhere, if you think about it. I mean, really human beings, um, knowledge and the way we go through the world is is by communication and understanding of each other. Um, and that's why I think this tool um, used properly is really powerful because, I mean, we can get, I mean, 20 years ago, you couldn't have asked somebody in China about you yeah. know, something they're dealing with. That's, that um, that's is, a good point. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. and we actually just saw the stat that came down today. 
um, as far as communicating, like what we're doing right now, because we are, are we on Zoom or are we on Skype? We're on Skype right now. Um, but they said that last Sunday, over 600,000 downloads of Zoom. Yeah. And that's from church services to yeah. intercommunication of groups to schools. Um, but And that's just one of probably six different platforms that you can do this on and you can get on and see people and you can meet with people and talk. And I thought that's incredible. That is incredible. incredible. 600,000 yeah. in, in one day. And that's just at the start of this. It's only going to increase. Yeah, it's sure. Great and tool. I think, I think Scott said it one time, maybe somebody, I, I don't know if it was you, Scott, but probably, you know, <laughs> it was smart. It probably was. Businesses, <laughs> you know, working from home, which mm-hmm. is fine. I mean, there, that we figured out at the military a long time ago um, with certain parts. And, and we took some heavies inside the military for this, uh, way, but we found that some of our administrative work, um, could be done from home, um, because it wasn't classified and it, it literally is administrative work. Um, and so some of those folks, we let them work from home and, you know, think about that in the U S military. Like we were, we were, Oh, people were just hating on us. And it's <laughs> like more efficient. They get more work done. Right. They can work at whatever hours because that doesn't need to be done, say, in the, you know, eight to five category. It can be done any time. Like it needs to be done by Friday. It needs to be done by tomorrow. And it was great. And I mean, that was the U.S. military. Now, I'm sure not every group in the U.S. military does that. But I remember when we came up with that novel concept, really just for efficiency of our people and our workflow, and I mean, you know, they were like, no, they need to be there at eight and they need. And it was mm-hmm. like, well, we're not going to get as much done. And so I had a boss that made that decision and and it was against the grain at the time. But, you know, that that is a reality today. And these tools allow that. And that's what's cool. And that's why we're trying to take advantage of it as well. Um, just because the growing need, you know, I don't know how many people will come or not. And that's okay. Cause like I've always said, I mean, Scott and I have plenty of, uh, BS. We just go back and forth about, so uh, <laughs> we'll share it on our, I mean, on our it, Facebook page. It could so people last can... for a while. Right. I mean, they, yeah. I've yeah. Heard, we're in the kind of two week, 15 days, probably push it now to 30. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if your mind gets out there, chasing things that you have no control over, you know, it can be a very dangerous thing. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And it's just nice to know you got some place to go. And, mm-hmm. and to tell you too, um, you just started the group like in the last 24 hours, I'm going to say, Correct. essentially. And that first video is really good. That's why I was sitting there watching it and I'm like, I, I liked it. I liked the whole, because it, it feels comfortable. And when you talk about slowing down, it's really interesting because your, your delivery is that way too, which is calm. And, yeah, and right. it and feels it, right. And that's half of it. Yeah, it is. It's just real deliberate. Yeah, it's weird. Like, when's the last time your heart rate actually got up for something? Like, you're so trained. Right. right. Seriously. And well, that being part of it, trained. <laughs> I mean, grit, life, right? But, like, when is the last time you actually, like, what's it take to get your heart rate up? I, I, I don't even know what that would look like these days, besides walking in your house, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Walking upstairs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, first, first I'm in, I'm in extremely bad shape. <laughs> so I, it's, it's literally a, a life saving skill not to have that happen. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just breathe, so, uh, breathe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right. Um, but you know, I talk to people, um, and it's, I, I've said it before. I mean, one of the most stressful things I deal with 
on an everyday deal is just coming into my own house these days, you know, and all those other brains and everything going on. And, and I've had to work at that. I mean, I've had to get professional help to deal with that because it was very frustrating to um, be in my career field and then and not, you know, and basically handle crisis like it was no big deal to the everyday mundane driving me nuts. Yeah. So, you know, I've had to learn skills to deal with that on a very high end level. Right. And I've also failed miserably at that. So, you know, I, I have to guard at that kind of time frame. Um, and that's okay. I mean, that's what learning and seeking other people's advice that know things and how it works helps you. Cause I can guarantee you in my life, I wouldn't have figured that out on my own. I mean, I could handle all the SEAL stuff. I could handle all the emergency medical stuff, you know, you name it. Hmm. But, you know, coming into my own house and five other brains, you know. Yeah. It was too much. Well, you know, you think about it. It was very tough for me. You went through training to be a SEAL commander. You went through training and learned how to do all that. In general, people don't get the training for day-to-day life you know, and how to handle, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just assumed, you know how. And so when you struggle, you think, well, everybody else is doing this. Why can't I do this? Yeah. This is crazy. Back to the communication and asking for help is where you can find out where, yep. I mean, we don't even get checking one-on-one when you're in high school. It's like, you need, it's like, how do you manage a family? Nobody really teaches you that. Well, and I think too, one of the interesting dynamics is, and, and we all have children is that, yeah, there's no book for being a parent. I mean, there's books, but I mean, right. it's, it's one of these things that almost everybody on the planet does. Exactly. And it's not a book and, about your family. Right. <laughs> and you, you know, there, there's OJT on the job training. Um, there's reaching back, which I think most of us naturally do to our own parents. But then sometimes, literally, we weren't happy with the way we were raised. So there's things I'm, I, you know, I'd probably have to get a doc on here to tell me, but I, I'm convinced without further data that you have a bipolar relationship with the way you were raised. There are some things that you go, I'm taking that on board and you absolutely have a huge constitution that says I am absolutely not doing that. You know, so we bring that then Mm -hmm. to our own family units multiplied by our spouse and off we go. Mm -hmm. And again, who do we really get the best advice from the peers that are going through it as well? If, we have a relationship where we can reach out and talk about it. And for the most part, I think most of us do that. I mean, you know, whether it's, you know, the dad's at work, you know, the wife's at work and, you know, the, we have this whole, well, the, the wives should do this. The men, Well, heck, you know, at some work, it's the guy's there, the wife of another family's there and they're thinking, oh, we have nothing in common. And then one day, you know, they're having lunch and, they say something, they're like, oh, you're dealing with that too? Yeah, I'm dealing with that too. I mean, mm-hmm. so in a way, there's all these barriers we have to get through because of social norms, right? Which was, <laughs> you know, yeah. 40 years ago, it would have been, well, the ladies all stay at home and they get together mm-hmm. in the sewing circle and they talk about these <laughs> well, things. Well, it was it I, was like, that was an evolution in itself as well, because prior to that, you really? had, you look at the pioneer families and everybody pulled their own weight and then things evolved and right. then, you know, things, it's like, it's a constant evolution. There is no, this is how it's done. There is no, no. one answer. Um, no, what there is, is there's yeah. a group of human beings mm-hmm. that we all have experiences. And the more we're able to share and, you know, yeah. think 
apply, go, well, that didn't work for me, the better off we are. The problems become when my way is the only way and I'm right and you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where we've got to, you know, hopefully tamp that down as we go. But again, you said it earlier. I mean, our whole kind of mm, certainly major news networks and things like that kind of play to that. Yeah. And they try to create that. And I would say that, you know, I'm a big fan of pushing back on that, but not in a way that is crazy. It's just by getting out and knowing your fellow man and, and, you know, you got it. That's great. You can research anything. You can find the groups that um, help you. That's, that's it. Pick what you're exposed to. I, I, real quick note, I noticed the top movies on Netflix this last week are all pandemic type movies. And it's like, that's crazy. People, what are you doing? Let's, well, yeah. Did you quit watching these? Let's watch Hope Floats. Let's watch all these other ones that are like a little uplifting. I know she dies at the end, but it's still an uplifting movie. Not pandemic. But it's it's all these movies that are like, you know, it's it's it, there are like four or five different ones about that's... some kind of disease and, and, and scare, you know, and you're like, oh my God. Like we're living that now. So and why do you want to watch that? choosing to watch it. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's great. So, all right. So to find you guys on Facebook, to find the group, what, 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 what would be the best way? I mean, we're going to share it on our Facebook page, no doubt. Well, it's really simple. It's, uh, you got to go to Facebook, of course, (laughs) just the dark side of elite crew. And, um, it's a group you join, we hit accept and you're in and, uh, and we'll be posting it links, Mm -hmm. uh, via our social as well. And there's a uh, link in the morning. description of this podcast. There's a link, and then it's on our Facebook page. Right. We tweet it out and everything. So and if you guys follow us, you've seen it. On the crew as well. The rules are posted. It, you only have a couple. Don't be an a-hole, right? There's right. one. <laughs> really? That's the only one you have to remember. Yeah, that's all you got to know. Okay. Don't be but, an a-hole. Yeah, I mean, and then as far as the podcast, I mean, everything that comes out now, uh, one's hot. Zero, zero, 001 is hot, but I'm going uh, to start pimping it out right now. Um, and it'll have all the links. But yeah, we just, I've been talking to people all through the United States and we're just going to try to, my goal is to get people on those little snippets from all over America, right? So it's like, I'm in the Midwest, Scott's on the East Coast, I've already talked to some West Coast guys and gals and just, you know, just, hey, what's going on? I mean, it's just, we're just going to take a combat pause on other initiatives and just lift and shift and just talk about regular people like going that. through the COVID-19. I like lift and shift. That's great. I don't know if women can relate as well to well, that. Well, you can. I can try. <laughs> I want to lift and shift. Lift and shift. Okay. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thanks for taking so much time and helping us in Dark Side of Elite Crew. And yeah. Everywhere you can find um, our stuff, we've shared it. So if you have a hard time finding it, go there. Thank you, guys. Thanks, boys. Peace out. Later. Bye-bye. Peace out. <laughs> Scott Papik and Jack Riggins. Yeah. Um, it's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can always, any questions about anything, you text us or leave us a voicemail, 402-403-9478. Yeah.